Financial Matters. 17 minutes after 8 o'clock, uh, somebody from um, from Hyde Park or somebody by the name of Len Kona says, uh, Good evening, Aubrey. I'm uh, at Gibbs and I'm keen to hear Dr. Frank yeah. McGuigui and the others you will have uh, that you will have chat about the budget this evening. In my view, the Minister of Finance had little room to maneuver and thus presented what I consider a neutral budget. Best wishes, and that's from Len Kona. He continues to say that he doesn't agree with my view on the impeachment of Judge President Klaupe. He says the evidence uh, to impeach him and the number of complaints against him is compelling as, as evidenced in mun- multiple cases and interventions. Uh, he says let's agree to agree, disagree. You know, Len, yeah, we can agree to disagree on this one, but I'm 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 happy to be to be convinced otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there are those who have said the same thing to me about my views on the matter, uh, but I'm not violently um, or uh, unmovable about this. I'm, I really am open to being convinced otherwise, in as far as Judge President Trump is concerned. Uh, so I hear you. Um, I'm, I'm really open. I've, yeah. If 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 I am to be convinced differently, I'm really really open to that. So, um, yeah, Sipanya also doesn't agree with me on Justice wow. Rope, saying uh, his matter is ideological is now making him the victim. He knew the code of conduct. Sure, uh, happy to to have that conversation with you. Um, I'm not violently. Uh, on the position that I hold, I'm open to being convinced otherwise. So, uh, Len Kona and Sipanya, uh, really open to being convinced differently. I just feel that way. Um, uh, and, uh, really open to being convinced otherwise. We'll open up the lines on that yeah. conversation. Dr. Frank, good evening to you. Are you happy evening, to, yeah. to start this conversation I on am. the and budget? I just want to tell you, bro, Ops, right? Yes, that ever happened to you? Where, you know, like, uh, in, uh, I don't know, say, uh, I need to say old, not in age. An elder. An elder. Yeah, there's yes. my good English coming yeah. out. Elder. <laughs> and you never call them by their first name. Yes. It's almost like you don't know they're the first name. Yes. You, you know? Yes. That is what just happened to me now. When, so when what happened? So you talking Len Corner. Yes. And I went blank. Because I don't even call him that. It's oh, you recognize? You recognize? Yes. <laughs> okay. No, he's Professor Lincoln. Yes. He's our big. So he loves our show. Right. Uh, he's a big professor of accounting. Prof. Is a. We, we, we salute you. Training. We salute you, Prof. Yes. yes. He sits on a number of boards. Yeah. So no. So I'm thinking. You know, you say. Do you? You ask me. Do you know him? Yes. I mean, Lincoln. Len, that. <laughs> I, I never call him that. Yeah. I said, how are you, Prof? Yeah, because I mean, he's my senior. Of course. Yes. Yeah. I, I had a guest yesterday. But he's a fantastic fan of our Absolutely. show. Which is good. Absolutely. Good evening, I would love to good evening, be educated by Prof around the issue of Judge Schlopper. Yes. Because there have been a lot of people who have held the same position that Len Kona and uh, I think it's uh, uh, my... Uh, I think it's Sipanya, Sipanya, that say, listen, um, sure, he might have certain ideological issues, but there are some real operational uh, and ethical issues that he crossed the line on. And that is why it is okay. Or maybe it is uh, something that we should be... um, uh, welcoming that yes. that Judge Schlopper No, you will have that discussion. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking even, you know, it keeps 8 o'clock in the evening, 6 yeah. o'clock. 
you see him. We must, do, we must go do something at Gibbs then. Yeah, yeah. because he knows. Yeah, we must. Huh? Actually, he's very strong on finance and and yes. And if you were to talk to him, he's your typical like professor. Yeah, every word is considered. Uh, absolutely. So, so you think through it. You listen to his side of the story. Sure, you, you'll enjoy. Yes. Actually, we must like broadcast something. We from must him. go do we a must uh, talk uh, to them. We must, uh, we must go do a uh, barking a, 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 a an outside an broadcast. Outside broad- okay, cool. At at at, yeah, uh, at Gibbs, I, yeah. I've, I've done some some yes. some stuff with them yeah. there at at one Fantastic, point. Fantastic, yeah. No, so let's talk Prof, about let's talk about the budget. Let's talk about the budget. Yeah. And you know, just perhaps when you talk about the budget, right? Did you yeah. see how quick of Prof was commenting? And of course, our other listener, Spania. What is what's the other listener? Just now, he says, Sipanya, Sipanya, yeah. This is avid listeners. Can I tell you what happened that got me to why we must talk about retrenchment? Yeah. So I spent time just chatting to execs at, uh, at Baloyold yesterday, the economy. Baloyold is an amazing South African company. Yes. They've got operations in all sorts of places. Yes. In Mongolia. Yeah. In deep, Russia. Deep, deep in the, in the rurals of, of Russia. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, out there in the East. So it's quite a global company. And often we, we make a mistake when we think Baloyold, we think South Africa, we think, yeah, Baloyold Park on Catherine Street. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we're talking. And perhaps this is where I want to start so that you can see how everything comes together. Yeah. We talk about the budget as a, a big macro thing, right? Yeah. But I'm starting a little bit why perhaps our listeners will be wondering, yo, those guys, they've started again. You know, they are supposed to be talking personal finance. <laughs> they are creating their own show. They want now to talk about, about, about retrenchment. What do they know about retrenchment? No, this is what we're going to talk about. Yes. So we spend a lot of time talking about the bottlenecks in the economy and, and, and a vivid picture was painted for me. And this is what I want to share because we'll link it to personal finance and the economy is mm. this. We kind of know some of it, right? You mentioned it, you know, one yes. person working, they support 10. But here's the thing. So we're just talking about, about what's happening in the economy, right? And we're saying often, and perhaps you've spoken so much about it, yes. that we just kind of move on. It was a headline where we say, bottlenecks uh, at the port. And we kind of, we, we move on. Perhaps it's not bottlenecks at the, it's livelihoods. And this was so, un, it was it's unpacked for me in this way, perhaps. We are importing things. We're trying to export stuff. We're stuck, right? Yeah. We can't do what we need to do. Yeah. Let's take the message because it's public knowledge. It came out yesterday. Yes. Kumba Iron Ore, we, you know, unfortunately, we've considered everything else. There is no other option. We have to include retrenching people. Then the CEO went further, brother, and said, but it's not just our employees. We said that this is happening. We are also reviewing our suppliers. Now, each supplier who's touched may also have to retrain some of his people. Do you see the cascading effect? Sure. From a headline around ports to on the ground, what it is doing, you know, to businesses, yeah. right? So that was kind of the context. Yeah. Then we got to this point that really, yo, it pulled my heart out. And we're talking and we're saying, do you know, the process is done and sometimes it points to a 28-year veteran of the firm. Mm. The process is fair. They've consulted unions, and it points to this person, 28 years here, has never missed a day of dedicated, and often if you are on the lower levels, right? Yeah. You don't know their problems with your bigger company because you're you you coming in and doing your thing, perhaps, right? 
And so for me, out of this, what came out were three things, right? Yeah. One, this was an SRXX, so they were talking about delivering that message with empathy, with compassion, with kindness, right? Because for a 30-year, 28-year veteran, it might be that they won't be able to get another job. Of course. I've got my trick, but I've worked for you for 30 years. Yes. And I'm retrenched. Yes. Right? So that was kind of the message. And for me, I then thought about it and said, my goodness, the second thing. So one was the message of compassion, care, you know, to people who have to deliver this message. Sure. And the second thing, perhaps, for me was this. When we often hear about retrenchments, we don't link them per se yeah. to finances. And for me, it was so clear. I didn't even think twice. When she was describing the 30-year veteran, I pictured myself, 2003, 19 October, my boss called me in the office and said, we did a B deal. You are responsible for buying and selling shares and derivatives on behalf of the company. We no longer have that money. <laughs> Therefore, your, your job, job is, is done. October 2003. Yeah. yeah. And when we read, often, if it doesn't happen to you, 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 you can't don't, you, you can't don't understand what happened to the person, mm-hmm. right? So let's talk about finances first. Of course, I didn't have savings. So it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Six months later, took me to get another job. Mm-hmm. What does it mean in the family? Perhaps it means you have to do severe adjustments. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Because our law says one year, you get two weeks. Often it's nothing. It's not going to last you. Right? Severe. Such as... You talk about uh, UIF... Uh, uh, um, the package. Package. And you can get your UIF. UIF as, yes, as, yes. As, combined those. It's not a lot of money unless, of course, you've been working for many, many, many years. Right? Right. So, severe adjustments in the family, which may involve... We need to change schools where the kids are going. We can't afford it anymore. You have to go and negotiate with the bank, perhaps, to say, if you have a home loan, this is what has happened to me. You try to be protective, mm. proactive, sorry. Mm. If you've got a, a car loan, mm. any other loan, right, you've got to be so protective. But perhaps, I want you to picture, I want our 702 listener and our Cape Talk listener, right, perhaps, to picture this. The person we are asking to make this big life calls around the little bit of money that they have, Typical South African, they're hit by it. They just don't have enough to be able to kind of find the next job, right? Sure. That person is stressed. Yes. That person has shame. What has happened to me? Yeah. That person has regret. That person is blaming themselves about what has happened. In the mix of that, we are saying make big, you know, financial decisions. Yes. And so for me, perhaps this this discussion with this uh, HR exec yesterday. Just reminded my own retrenchment and what it meant for money and me blaming myself. But I've got an honest degree. I caused this. How can I be retrenched? Right? And you're blaming yourself. So it's the managing money. It's the self-blame. Then the third point is this. Big companies, perhaps, often they've got employee wellness programs. They bring someone to talk to you about your finances. This is what you can do with your pension fund. This is what you can do with your retrenchment lump sum. This is the process to ap- apply, you know, to UIF. Smaller companies, perhaps, they don't have that. Sure. You get it, you kind of, you're on your own. 
So I just thought part of what we do, if you think about our show, you know, often our show, people think our show is it's not just about money. For me, it's about money and life. So we say, you may be working perhaps for a small organization. You hit by this. We want to equip you. You may know someone. What do you do if they just say you are ending on this date? That's over. Yeah. They don't have someone to help you with stress, with the anxiety that's facing you, with what you do, you know, regarding finance. So for me, it's kind of, you know, kind of that picture at your individual. If we lift it, perhaps, the budget, there isn't much to say. Yeah. There really isn't. Yeah. 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 One. We are in trouble. That is really the message. And the minister did a fine balancing act. For example, we feel for you as the consumer. For the first time, I can't remember in how many years, we are not increasing the fuel levy because it's got downstream impacts that are bad for you as the consumer, but also for business. The transport is a big part of what we right. do. And people who move food in and around, they then push their prices. So kudos, that was an awesome thing. That was one of the big things. Then there was the further explanation around implementation of the two-port system. If our listeners are wondering what is the two-port system, we have talked about it. It's essentially a reform of the retirement fund system in South Africa that allows you to um, access a portion or a port, as it's called, if you come through life emergencies right so they'll be clearly defined and then you can go and access the man but you are text you know as you access that man but sometimes it is needed because you're going through so much financial problems and you are being forced to wait for um retirement right but you need to deal with it today that's a, a message that came out there but it's not new news it's more clearer implementation dates probably then some people are celebrating i am not it's this one but chris they are saying we are not adjusting your tax brackets by inflation. Remember every year what happens? They say it's from uh, 182,000 to 268,000. We will increase that by inflation. Right? This year, they are not doing that. Some people say, yay, no, you shouldn't. Because by them not increasing or adjusting those brackets by inflation. Perhaps it means if you get an increase and you are close to the end of your, you're going to be paying more tax <laughs> because we get protected by that. So if you get an inflation increase, you're close to the end of the bracket, you're going to fall into the next and you're going to pay tax. So for me, I think it was a sneaky way of, of trying um, to of increase revenues, absolutely, which they des desperately need. Yes. For the different issues, there's a yeah. and there's it comes a, as a good news story. Yeah, yeah. But for most people, four yeah. percent increase is typical. What you are seeing yeah. is is is, is uh, employers yeah. uh, you know negotiate whether it's union or just directed employees. So if you get four percent, it could tip you over to the next bracket, and therefore you know you'll pay tax. That's the other. Then there was just the prudence around you know bailouts for SOEs that are not doing well, and and we have heard that in this one. I think the last piece of good news. For me, right, and and I agree with Prof. That was a balanced budget. Mm. Is this Prof's? Yo, we do have suffering in this country, and so for me, Prof's, to hear of uh, a number of our social grants being increased, we had you, you kind of the the the, the main one, uh, hundred bucks, 
and then you've got the foster child, I think it went up by 50 rands, and then you've got another one went up by 20 rands. And it's not big amounts, perhaps, but it's just acknowledging that the money that people are getting, it's so little, but it's being increased somewhat to just say there's so much need. So for me, that was, I guess, a positive message just in terms of giving people a little bit more in their hands. Yeah. But of course, you'd know, our learned economists, they say, oh, we can't. We've got more people receiving grants than those who are paying tax. It is unsustainable. I think the last point for me, Braobs, is this. That COVID grant, they kicked kicked it into touch. What do I mean? We've been waiting for news to hear. Is it ending? What are they going to do about it? They essentially said, we're going to talk to social development. We'll have it 24, 25. And then we'll talk to social development and see what we kind of do, we, we do about it. It's here for now. Really. Yeah. So it's here. And that's a big concern for where the economy is, how much, you know, tax we are collecting and the sustainability, you know, of that, uh, of that 350. So that's kind of, you know, the message. So for the consumer, to some extent, I guess, you're a little bit sad. The brackets were not, you know, adjusted for inflation. You're a little bit, I guess, you know, doing a little dance from a fuel, you know, perspective. If you're a drinker, I heard something like gin. The, those exercise tax or syntaxes, I think Gene went up by 557 or something. But those all go up, right? Those, those did go up. Yeah, no, eh? all, all the people that drink, the syntax, are expe- yeah, expe- yeah. expecting that yeah. and uh, uh, they are not that. I, I don't think that it's going to change yeah. my friend's um, <laughs> uh, sort of behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Around his love of Jameson, you really like Jameson. I don't it's think not. he's. A, and, and, yeah. and his occasional, occasional bro- visits to Gong. We're on a financial show. Yeah. Why are you talking about gin? Is it me who introduced it? No, because, yeah. because you did. Now, I'm remembering when <laughs> I used to drink <laughs> yeah, my brother-in-law would ask, but it's Steve, sing a haka. You remind me of that. I don't drink anymore. No. But you remind me. We're talking finances, bro. No, no. Talk uh, about the, the, the unit of measure <laughs> yes. of a tot yeah. amongst those who enjoy uh, hard liquor yes is how far you separate your thumb and your index finger correct <laughs> that's the unit of yes. man yeah. uh, and 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 i've i've noticed this for many many years yeah and then i had a conversation uh with uh dr uh zulu yeah uh who told me that uh in africa there are many different units of measure yeah. that we were never educated by yeah about yes. uh, one of them is of course uh, the 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 mat the african mat same it's an actual unit of measure yeah uh, and another is precisely that how far you separate your thumb and your index finger yeah. is a unit of measure yeah. Uh, but of course, we've lost some of that yeah, information and, and knowledge as to how exactly it was. It was oral, so they didn't write it down. So, but it was a unit yeah. of measure. But I want to come back to yeah. the whole issue. So did you get a sense of the budget? Bro? Yes, I did. High level. I think, the, did, I, did I forget one more thing I wanted to say? So we spoke about, yeah, the grants were adjusted a little bit. Yes. No, the one thing I forgot, you know, we've got gold reserves. Yes. Right? I, yes. And, you know, we kind of use that yep. to make sure that, you know, if we get into, into trouble, uh, also as an, Underpin, you know, to our currency. There's a whole lot of economics around this idea of gold reserves. Yes. Right? So they went in and took some of it. To 150 just million rand over three, uh, 150 150 billion, billion yes. over three over years. Three years. Okay. Yes. It was expected. Yep. And 
I think it could signal to economies, to rating agencies, perhaps, just, yo, this move shows I'm in trouble. It's like when things are so tough, right? you say, I'm just going to take that ID book. I'm going to take that bank account. Uh, sorry, that, uh, that uh, bank Savings, card. Yeah. I'm going to give to my shonita because things are tough. Yeah. I need the money. Yeah. Give me that payday loan. So it's a little bit like that. So it's a signaling that, you know, we are in a bit of a tough corner, as Prof Lem Corner said, as a, as a country. That's another big Somebody thing. Somebody was saying to me, yeah. Dr. Frank, that, and, and, and that's the issue that I wanted to yeah, talk about. A bit of a signaling that thing, the, yeah. The gold reserves, yes. and I'm told that they are at this stage valued at something like 500 billion rands at the moment. But 550 billion, yeah. Yeah, and that really this is what this is our savings. Yes. This is the country's savings, right. basically, yeah. and that we are now going to tap into these savings to finance consumption, which I'm told is a very bad uh, fiscal practice. Yeah. Uh, that that should be our emergency yeah. fund. That uh, is beautiful. That emergency is yeah, fund. That's yeah. we shouldn't be touching that. Yes. But some are arguing that well, that's exactly where we are now. We're we in emergency, part of the emergency, and that's yes. why it was there. Yes. Comment on yeah. that, and yeah. then I want to go back into some of the issues that yeah. we've discussed around retrenchment, and then I want to. Yes. But yeah. just talk to me yeah, about so that. So for yeah. me, I've reflected. It was expected. Yeah. That. Um, it's probably won't be once off. It will be a disciplined way of, you know, kind of accessing as we had, you know, over this three year period. And I think the way the minister put it across where we find ourselves, uh, yes, it, it signals we're in an emergency, we're in trouble, but we are in trouble. We know that already. Right. So, you know, for me, I just, um, you know, I read it as, well, it's, it's something that needed. Like when there's an emergency, you go and you, you know, take a little bit of those emergency yeah. funds and you use them. Yeah. It sounds like it's, you know, it's prudent the way they've thought about it, uh, the way they've explained it. Hopefully we don't get, uh, you know, a lot of beating for it from, uh, you know, the, the rating agent and the markets in general. Yeah. 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 I'm going to be speaking in the second hour to, um, to economist uh, Davi Ruet, who yeah, I I'm spoke sure to just before, yeah, yes, just before. Yeah. Just before. Just oh, before. I think it was yesterday that yes. he talked to me about what he expects the budget yes. to look like. And, and uh, we, we're just going is, to review. Yeah. Fantastic. I want to talk about the issue of retrenchments. Yes. And I was particularly sort of moved by your acknowledgement or saying that there's a lot of suffering in this country, a lot of suffering, suffering that sometimes is, is hidden yeah. because we continue to watch Bafana Bafana and we're happy. Yes. We're happy spring that box. Springboks are winning. Yeah. We watch uh, Drikas. We watch the, the young man uh, who oh. won the, the, yeah. the, 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 the who retained IDF. his boxing yes. IVF in Mexico. In, in Mexico yes. just yesterday. Fantastic clip uh, of him speaking. That is so beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes. And we, 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 we celebrate these yeah. things. Uh, some people are able to buy a little tot of Jameson from go. time to time. By the way, bro, my favorite used to be Fish Eagle. Oh, yeah. Ah, you cheapskate. Really? I know. Ah, my brother. Ah, my brother. I, ah, I exposed myself. Ah, no, 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 no. I need to be schooled. So, so, yeah. so, so yeah, you need, you need schooling. Um, I'll Thank call you. my friend. Thank from, you. Yes. Yeah, I can school you. <laughs> About what? Yeah, he says Irish. Uh, you know, the yeah. Irish know the story. Okay. Everybody says, "Hey, the Scottish," but he says, "No, the Irish." Are Irish. They yeah. know. Awesome. Yeah. I'm here for lessons. Yeah. So I've got a friend of mine who also does a very good vetlets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> we, we digress. Anyway, the issue here yeah. is the the issue of um, 
retrenchments and the cascading effect. No, in fact, not the cascading, the the nuclear bomb effect of 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 that is going to raise the reality of of poverty. Yes. What do we need to start saying to? South Africans who feel at the moment like they're sitting ducks. I mean, you talked about Absolutely. a 30 year old yes. veteran yeah. who knows no other. Yeah. He's efficient, proficient, brilliant at his yeah. work. He's loyal. He's temperate. He's got all of the virtues that that particular job requires. He's developed them over three decades. And his job a- is his life. And his, his job is his life. Yeah. What do we need to say? Because this is real. It's happening. Absolutely. Kumba, as we speak, Kumba is, is retrenching 1,500 people. And you say that they've gone through a procedural Anglo-plats, process. Anglo-Plats. 3,500 people. Doing what they need to do. Right? Yeah. The unions are powerless because procedure has been, been followed. followed. Yeah. Now, what do we say to that person yeah. who feels right now, as we speak, like a sitting duck? What do we say to them? Yes. I mean, I, I, I hear what... What the, the the minister has said today, yeah. but w- what do we say to him? Yeah, and 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 and, and for me, Chris, right? That's where I really feel. I realize, perhaps, the power of be, being behind the mic. You know, these ballot execs—they were just talking yesterday, for example. How we enjoy your show, you guys, your energy—it it cuts across the airwaves. We can feel it, right? And so we. Don't make a big distinction between life and money. They're all intertwined. So what do we say to this person, Chris? For me, this is what I would have wanted. In fact, I was so moved. I just got home and I wrote a, what do you call them, um, LinkedIn post about it. Yes. About this, this discussion that I had yesterday. So what do we say? We say this. The number one thing. It's not your fault. There is a process that went through. Often it's last in, first out. Yes. That's one thing that goes. Then that doesn't give the numbers of employees who must be let go. And then they look at other things. And then they look at other things. Then they consult with unions until that list is done. The one thing I wish someone has told me, he had told me in 2003, was it's not your fault. Because the moment that message perhaps is delivered, you say, maybe I didn't work hard enough. Maybe I wasn't networking enough. Maybe I didn't have a strong relationship with my manager. You immediately default to being a companion of the inner critic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You find the inner critic. You say, hold hands, let's walk together. And you critic, you forget. It's not your fault. Macro environment, the companies thought a lot about it. And then they arrive at this very sad and often very challenging decision that the big CEOs offer us to deal. I think perhaps that message, way before we talk about finances, it's essential because work gives us structure in our sure. lives. Work improves our self-esteem. Work gives us purpose. When it is taken away, we've got to accept something has ended. That is so important to an individual. And therefore, the idea of, uh, of uh, human capital or human resources, CEOs and leaders who do not have a transactional relationship with such an emotional process called the retrenchment. But they really, not by saying it, perhaps, you know, we were joking with this lady and he said, I've had managers who say to me, please speak up this meeting. We've got psychological safety. Please speak now. And then no one speaks, right? And then they raise their voice. I said, the psychological safety, speak now. But 
the fact that people are quiet and scared, it tells you it's not safe for me to say you know anything because it might have consequences. So we must experience it, Brahms. You're talking to us with care, you know, when you're talking about that. I think it goes a long way. You know what, what got me to do this, um, this LinkedIn post, perhaps? Yeah. Then I got home. Yeah. I could hear a message. She kept on saying, you know, Frank, for me, the company is saying, this is the process. I have a duty. I'm an HR executive. This is what I need to go and say to people. I judge myself by this. Will a person that I delivered a retrenchment message to, or I supported executive delivering it, say, yo, that was a painful process. It was done with kindness, with empathy, with compassion, you know, and with care. And those are hard things to do when, you know, emotions are so hard. That would be my first thing. Then we can move to finances, right? Off to say, mm. now this has happened. In fact, the second message I'll say, it's not your fault. Then the second message I'll say, if it is possible, you are in a bad emotional space to make financial decisions. Delay it as possible as you can. Because companies give you time to say, do you want to cash in your pension? Do you want to preserve it? You know, and, and they kind of give you time to think through. If you are in a position because you are so emotionally driven, you sometimes might feel betrayed. I felt betrayed. Of course. I felt betrayed by the organization that changed me, right? So you're not in the best uh, mental space to make decisions. So my second is, if you can delay it, if you can't, please talk to someone. Don't carry it on your own to help you kind of think through it. Then I'll get to number three, Brahobs. You still have to get to the money. Yes. What must I do with my pension? Yes. We'll talk about that. Yes. How will I handle my lump sum, depending yeah. on the amount of the lump sum? Yes. If it takes me long, Will I start a business? Businesses are risky. Should I put the money in the stock market? That also can be. We can talk about that. So really for me, it is not your fault. Yeah. If you can delay, yeah. please delay making big decisions. You are in a bad mental space. Yes. And then thirdly, you, you do have to go to make financial decisions down the road. And, and, and I hope that this allows us to start speaking a little bit about the two-pot system. Yes. And I know that the manager, exactly. minister did touch on that. that yeah. 11883 you are so welcome to be part of this conversation. And I'd really like to hear your state of mind as you hear this conversation. And I'm looking at various um, news outlets on television, even as I speak to you now, and many of the headlines about the budget are um, that political parties, different analysts have mixed feelings yeah. about this budget because it didn't come out in any way, shape or form uh, to give us, you know, um, announcement that blow out the lights yeah. here. I think that the, yeah. the, the, the minister had to walk a serious tightrope. And I know we say this every year. Yes. Um, and, and, and many of you have pointed out that he didn't have much room to maneuver. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose that this is indicative of the financial and economic times that we find ourselves in. And Dr. Frank is talking about the issue of retrenchments, which is a reality at this moment, folks. It's a reality, and it looks to me that uh, it's a reality that we may be facing for the 
foreseeable future. Absolutely. So what do we do in this situation? Uh, and that story of the 30-year-old veteran, um, it, also oh, you, bro. it really moved me. It really, really touched me. Because uh, many of us have grown up under the understanding that if we work hard, yes. if we are conscientious at work, if we we'll see life through we've got family we've made decisions that are prudent we've we've done all of these things and this moment that doesn't care about all of those values just comes and rips your livelihood out of you uh, in many many different ways it is traumatic it is it is it is traumatic in the extreme so give us a call i'd love to hear from you double one eight eight three oh seven oh two have you received that letter they call it i think they call it a one eight nine process section one eight nine yeah, have you received a, have you received that letter as yeah. has, has somebody called you into the HR office to say hey Aubrey buddy this thing's happening yeah it's happening and you know perhaps how I wrote this LinkedIn post for me yeah. and I used it symbolically but that's what happened to me you know we've got a light inside ourselves yeah keeps us going right yes. you've got it practicing that time. yes that moment, Praops, oh, that thing nearly dimmed it. Mm. They were people truly by my side. I'm crying. And I was just happy. I've got good qualifications. I caused this, you know. And it needed family members mm. to say to me, it's going to be okay. So I had a picture on my LinkedIn post just saying, I am closing my eyes as I write this mm. and I'm thanking people 2003, including my wife, mm. who were, th- it was devastating, bro. I'm hoping. It was do- devastating. Yeah, I'm hoping, Dr. Frank, that what this program is also serving as is a cushion, a psychological and spiritual cushion for people to understand that while we have conversations that are of a fin- financial nature and we talk about about shares and we talk about uh, delayed gratification Bitcoin, we talk about bitcoin we talk about all of these things side hustles and all of those things that south africans understand this as a big hug <laughs> as a as a huge hug coming from us to say we know what's going on we, we are very very much aware of what is going on and sometimes it feels like it's all talk you guys are telling me this 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 but it's not going to make me keep my car. Yeah. It's not going to make me keep my child in the school that we've put this child in. Yes. All of this talk yeah. is not. And there's that sense of anger, yes. I imagine, yeah. that arises as oh, we have yeah. this conversation. Yeah. And that's why now is not the time to make those financial decisions. Absolutely. Because you're angry. Yes. Justifiably so. Yeah. So, so it's if, if you can. Absolutely. If you can, just hang 10 before you make any major decisions uh, at this point. I want to take a call, but I do want you to start thinking about how do we talk about how we access and what Correct. do we do with this whole two-part once, system yes. once we've had time to think hard about the process this. what has happened to us. Yeah. But folks, the reason why we're having this conversation is not because we want to be uh, prophets of doom. We see what's going on. And we are saying we, we acknowledge this moment. We honor this moment with whatever it means but it is important for you to also understand that there are tools ways of approaching this very difficult moment please give us a call let's talk lucky is in pretoria good evening to you lucky good evening Albert. how are you i'm very well thank you lucky what's on you and you good uh, evening, dr lucky. Mokwek, how are you ah, good yes. good 
Thank you. Thank you for listening to our show. What's on your mind? Hello, Lucky. Still is Lucky. Oh, Lucky seems to have gone. All right. Okay, Give us a call. Back. We'd love to hear from you. Double one eight eight three zero seven zero two. And I know that the 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 impulse, the reflex here is to say, Doctor Frank Aubrey, please, man. Give me something. Give me something. I, 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 thanks for the love. We, yes. I love all that stuff. Yeah. It's nice. But give me something that I can, um, I can hold on to. Yeah. At this point, this is the something. You know, bro, you just hit the nail on yeah. the head. Because often we think, and I can understand because I was there. The only solution, someone must just give me money. Give me money. And then, right? What we say, bro, we acknowledge you need money. Yep. We acknowledge there should be opportunities, family members, people, you know, kind of helping you in this situation. And there are millions, you know, of people finding themselves just needing a leg up. Yep. What we're doing, perhaps, is this. We also acknowledging helping others is not just about money. You can be that person that makes sure that light doesn't dim. Because when that lights dim, perhaps, to get it back, when you have self-doubt, when your self-esteem yeah. is so low, when you don't believe in yourself, when you feel you don't matter, it's hard. So I we read. may just be sensitizing a relative yeah. Yeah. who knows someone who is retained. Yeah. Give them a hug. Yeah. Don't blame them. Yeah. It's so hard what they are going through, even if they are not verbalizing it. And sometimes, sometimes... You know, I was reading something about the trauma of the year 1929. Yeah. The collapse of markets. Yes. The thing that it was then called the depression. depression. And how people, before these kinds of conversations yes. were were on vogue, where yeah. we were talking about it's okay to be not okay. Yeah. You know, that's the conversation these what days. Is. People are, people are, aware of the stresses of psych that kind of thing wasn't there then absolutely we didn't even understand stress then absolutely and 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 people were committing suicide yes. and and so forth and it was a very bleak dark time and in fact many people have argued that we are still suffering the um the the waves, the shock waves of the 1929 depression. So maybe generations from now are still yeah. going to suffer the shock waves of the 2008 crisis. And okay, yes. all of those kinds of the yeah. COVID moment, yeah. all the, all, all those kinds of things. And I see that there's a lot of, uh, warnings coming about the possibility of measles becoming a real problem in this year, later yeah. on this year. So we've got to really, we, we, there's a lot that yeah. we're dealing with at the moment. Somebody might say that this is supposed to be a financial conversation, but here you are talking psychology, yeah. talking uh, all of those kinds of things. The point I'm trying to make, Dr. Frank, is that the more I have conversations around personal finance and money and all of those things, I'm beginning to realize that our money, our substance, our things are nothing more than an expression of what's going on inside Absolutely. of us. Nothing more than 100%. an expression, an outward yeah. expression of yeah. what is going on mm. inside of yeah. us. And this conversation is about what is going on inside of us. Because for all intents and purposes, what's going on outside of us is darkening. Yeah. And we shouldn't allow the darkness of what's going on yeah. inside of us 
to dim the light that is inside of us. 100%. Is what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. And we can get neighbors, takes a village to raise a child. If we make people aware, because it's so easy for people to judge, perhaps. You've never gone through it and you're saying, Me, I don't think that would ever happen to me. I work hard. I show up. I do what I need to do. Yeah. But once you know someone who takes all those blocks and it happened to them, it just makes you a little bit more empath, a little bit more, you know, a compassion. And you can offer that to someone to make sure their light doesn't go off. And in so, Kunze, in Kunze, ah, that's how fantastic has appeared. Nyama has emerged. Where was he? <laughs> I don't know where's Nyama these days. We, we've been missing we you. you. He says on Twitter, he says, Aubrey, you need three hours for this show. Yeah. Oh, plans are <laughs> underfoot, Nkunzemnyama. Yeah. Plans are underfoot. Three you. hours. You speak prophetically. Yeah. Uh, he says, you need three hours yeah. of this show. He says, you're really speaking to everyone with this topic. The affirmation is welcome, says Nkunzemnyama. Yeah. Um, that is a message coming from Nkunzemnyama. And, and you know what? Yeah. Might, is this yeah. another message? No, no, no. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. I wanted to say, you know, I saw practice nodding when I was talking about blaming yourself, shame, right? Yes. Because one of the things we take for granted, perhaps, we can't touch it. We can't feel it. When it's gone, we know it. Dignity. Yes. Lose your job. See what happens oh, to dignity. Relatives, friends, family, right? So, those are stuff for me we need to think about when you have this uh, um, challenge that's building up. Every day, a company is announcing retrenchment. These are human beings. Their dignity is being stripped away because there's a strong correlation between I feel I matter and dignity and work. A young guy who, who made an observation about precisely what you're talking about now. Chris is saying we need to take a, a commercial break. Yeah. But I want to say this story. He said... It's interesting, even under the best of times, yeah. when you are employed, when there is a function at home, you know, yeah. we have these functions. Yes. Maybe it's Amalobolo, yes. maybe it's a funeral, yeah. or, but where there's a gathering yeah. of lots of people, then the elders call in a meeting for whatever reason. Yeah. To talk about the, the installation of the big window in Correct. the sitting room yeah. or so-and-so uh, <laughs> wants to get married yes. next year. We need to talk about yeah. If you are not employed, yeah. you are not invited into the Correct. Country. There you go. Have you noticed? Yes, I have. If you are employed, you might even be younger than the unemployed one. You will be called into that Correct. meeting. Yeah. And they'll tell you, they'll say, now the big people are picking, are talk, the elders are talking now. Yes. So I agree with you that there is that dimming also of the issue of dignity. Correct. Perhaps we as communities should be aware of that too. That is exactly what you're talking and about. And we should be very, very deliberate about not excluding people Others. from anything that involves the family yeah. because people yeah, are entrenched. Yeah. Karen Boshoff says, just before he says, uh, she says, uh, just listening to the show, I love this guy. Yeah, Dr. Fred? Which guy? You! Uh, it's the show guy. He says, but reality is I am broke. Yeah. The whole family used <laughs> me when I lost my job and I used <gasps> my pension uh, to pay debt. Can't even ask for a slice of bread from them now. 
talking yeah. exactly about what yeah. we talk. We'll have to do part two, but absolutely. Well, we actually talk about the money. Absolutely. Yeah, next week. Karen Boshoff, a big hug coming to you, Dr. Frank. Your Same. final word. And uh, how do people find you? Audrey has asked that question. How do I find uh, FrankMagwego.com. Just hit that talk to Frank button. And then an email will come through my box. All I want to say for now, please reflect on that individual who helped you when things were so tough. And that inner light would have been dimmed. And thank them. Thank them in your heart. If they're still alive, even better. Thank them verbally. We all need people like that when things are tough. Dr. Frank Magwego, as always, thank you.